amigos, que tal? Bienvenidos a Platicas con Me llamo Cameron Kelly. Hey friends, my name is Cameron Kelly. In today's episode, I have a very special guest. Uno de mis mejores amigos. Uh, mi amiga, Serafatino. She is in the house, in la casa, baby. Hola, Monse. Hi, how are you? Not her being shy, America. <laughs> Just a little. Just a know, little bit. Can't, can't handle the fame. I'm hollering, I'm y'all. kidding. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Patino, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell yes. my audiencia. Okay. About yourself, my audience. Audencia? Audencia. See, audience, correct so. me, please. No, you're all good. You're all good. <laughs> um, yes. So, I am Montserrat Patino. I am a junior currently studying criminal justice with a double major in Spanish, and I'm an RA. Ooh, just like, right, just like somebody that I know, Ooh. Cam. Cam, I'm an RA too, guys. If you didn't know that, I, I think I didn't tell you, but I yeah. am. Today, I'm so happy to have Montserrat Monte on my podcast today, and our tema today is Las Vidas Negras en Portan. Period. Period. Boo. Period. I said boo. <laughs> so the theme today is Black Lives Matter, but specifically Black Lives Matter in the Latinx community, Latino community. So this summer, me and Monse talked on the phone for hours, let me tell mm-hmm. you. And we talked a lot, too, about racial injustice in America and what is going on. It seemed like the world just woke up this summer. Am I right, Monse? No, you really are. It was <laughs> it literally dragged us by the hair and said, so wake up. <laughs> literally. And, you know, like, things have been happening to me, you mm-hmm. being a Latina woman, me yep. being a black woman, like... This is nothing new to us, but it seems like America and, like, people around mm-hmm. us, people in our communities, people from campus, like, in our classes, people are just now being stunned by, like, wow, like, people are racist. I'm like, mm, no crap. Right. So, no, most definitely that. Mm-hmm. In shock for what? <laughs> right. No, right. When this is the reality yeah, that we face on a daily, you know? Most definitely. So today, we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter, but specifically in the Latino community. So this summer, I was basically an Instagram addict. If you know, Monse, I was on there posting maybe 10 or more times a day yeah. just trying to educate people. But I do want to put out there, it is not my job. Mm-hmm. You know, Helen from uh, Drake and Josh, it, that is not, not my, my job. job. <laughs> okay, it is not my job to educate you guys. But I do have a passion for educating mm-hmm. people and um, talking about racial injustice on a daily. So I did that all summer. There's something on Instagram that just started trending, and I really loved it, and it's Tu Lucha is Mi Lucha, which is essentially that your struggle is my struggle, mm-hmm. and I really love that in the minority community because we should be doing that instead yeah. of feeling as if, like, oh, that's that minority struggle mm-hmm. when we should be a team. Oh, well, Monse, we're going to get into some questions, girl. Okay. Get into hot this seat. hot buzzing time. Um, hot so seat. Hot seat, baby. <laughs> Monse was the first person that kind of told me about the Latino, Latinx community not being fully all in and supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement this summer. And I was very shocked because I really just thought all like all minority groups would come together for an issue or if one was in trouble. So famous people mm-hmm. urged people to support people, support the Black Lives Matter movement. But I just want to ask you, like, how do you feel about this? And how are people affected in the Latinx community? Because a lot of people in the Latinx community are part of the black community. There's a lot of colorism going on, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I feel like I definitely talked to you about this um, several times. And definitely one thing that I think and I stand by is that us as minorities should definitely stick together. Our struggles are definitely not the same, clearly not the same. Mm-hmm. But we've been oppressed 
for lots of years. And I think that for us not to stick together and like, tu lucha is mi lucha, I think we should definitely stand by those words and not just, you know, definitely actions speak louder than words. Because a lot of people could say, I'm with you, but behind closed doors or not. Mm. So um, definitely colorism between within the Latin community is really, sometimes it's not like seen sometimes because um, it's like you think that it's just normal, like what you see on TV, even just like with television shows and stuff. You don't see a lot of dark-skinned people, actresses, actors, mm. and if you do, you see them as like, you know, the help. Right, the so, undermining roles, you yes, know? Yes, and Underdogs. we do that within our own community. Mm-hmm. So we have classified ourselves that, oh, if you're dark, even if you're Latino, Latina, you're not as, you know, as going to be outgoing as the lighter complexion people. So definitely it's it's a topic that we brush over um, and don't talk about as often. But I definitely do know that there are Latinos out there um, in the Latinx community that do support Black Lives Matter all the way to the fullest extent. Like me. Ooh. Um, <laughs> gotta support gotta support it. Um, I don't see why. Like, clearly, racism has been going on for such a long time. And um, with our current president, um, you know, it's kind of, like, become more visible. Mm. It's a lot of stuff is bring, being brought more to the light because of who's in office, correct? Yes, correct. I feel this. What does Black Lives Matter mean to you, Monse? Yes, definitely Black Lives Matter means to me to just basically, you know, not overpower me, the movement, but definitely stand behind, you know, my friends who are black. Can't say I know how you're feeling because I don't. So what I can do is just make sure that when they need me and they need my support and when I, you know, can advocate for it as much as I can, I'm doing it. Well, thank you so much. I love that. So is it hard for you to have racial injustice discussions with family and friends? Definitely not as much with my family. I try to always make sure that, like, I as well as them are being educated. I think just being educated on the situation definitely helps. So I wouldn't say I've had so much, like, problems with my family members. I think, and not even as friends, but, like, you do notice some of your friends' like actions, like, through social media and then in person. And then some of them are just, like, not as educated and when they, when they want to be. So it's like they're... There are some friends that, like, you know, just kind of don't really understand it. I agree. There's a lot of people that call themselves that call themselves allies and say, yeah. oh, I'm here rooting for you. Yeah. But then in person, when racial injustice is happening in front of them, they don't dare to move, baby. That's- they stay still. They stay, you know, in their seat, but online, they're advocates and all right. this stuff. You know, yeah, I think that's definitely where I was trying to go at is that online, you can be one person and advocate for one thing. But it's obviously how I've mentioned before, actions definitely speak louder than words. And it's like some people who usually have a hard time understanding it and like, it's those who who don't understand their privilege. And I think privilege is something that is really important to talk about as well because, and even in the Latin community, Latinx community, um, just because you are Latino, Latina, your skin tone also matters. Because if you are, you can be white passing Latino and you will never experience, you know, the racial injustice that maybe a you know, a darker complexion person might, who is part of the Latinx community. So it's just also accepting that, like, yeah, maybe you haven't struggled, but others have. 
So I think that's definitely really important to talk about too, just how like some people don't understand what it means to be privileged. I agree. A lot of people do not understand it or cannot handle having privilege, but I think it's more for them to get educated themselves on why mm-hmm. they have privilege in this world. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> what are some ways that you and some of your friends from the Latinx community have supported the black community? What are ways? Yeah, uh, most definitely. I feel like some people think that it all has to be through, like, you know, going to protest mm-hmm. and, like, you know, like, not necessarily, like, it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually very, like, fortunate enough to, like, be able to go to to protest so I think that that's what I have been doing on my end as well as just you know staying educated and on top of the topic because just because it's not trending on Twitter don't mean doesn't it's not mean a it's thing. right and don't mean it's over I'm um, also like my friends too as well I know a lot of them are very outspoken on like you know their social media platforms just mm-hmm. making sure that you know they're staying like like you said in the beginning it's not our jobs it's nobody's job to educate other people mm-hmm. yeah most definitely like try to like lead them in some type of direction but when at the end of the day it's a person's own will if they want to become educated on whatever topic it might be but specifically you know black lives matter you know it's a thing of it's not just one community's problem we're a society and we have to you know we have to work with each other. So it's just like definitely I think what we have done on like on a personal level is definitely just try to voice our opinion, you know, vo- like just be vocal about the situation, um, which I think is really important. I agree, Monse. I agree. Education um, should be on each person's own part. Nobody should have to teach anyone at anything. And I always want to reiterate that people of color are not in charge mm-hmm. of the education of the majority because right. our history was already erased and we already have to learn mm-hmm. it ourselves. So exactly. it's like we're already doing our own research and stuff. So everyone else should do their own research. Right. Very tiring. I think we've talked about Exhausting. this a lot of times. It's mm-hmm. tiring when, you know, you can't um, tell your story and expect people to understand it, you exactly. know, because we lived through our story. So mm-hmm. you can only understand so much from storytelling mm-hmm. versus actual experience. So I think experience actually has a lot to do with why a lot of people just don't get it. Exactly. And I agree, Monse. If you're not affected by it, mm-hmm. you, you just see past it. Right. Exactly. If you're directly affected by it, you see it as an issue in this world. But a lot of people don't see it as an issue because they aren't affected by it or have mm-hmm. that experience. They can't walk in our shoes, you know. Right. Most definitely. Yeah, I agree. So not only is Black Lives Matter a big, big topic mm-hmm. that's trending right now, but there's so many pressing issues in the yes. Latinx community as well. There's DACA, mm-hmm. immigration reform. Um, and I'll be honest, there's members of the Latinx community that are bullied by mm-hmm. the current president right now. Yes. Like, I want to be honest about that because it's so true. So do you feel as if your community receives encouragement and support during tough times in this country? Yeah, I most definitely think that we do receive, you know, support. There has been, you know, a lot of, like, conflicting issues between, you know, the black, uh, black community and the Latino community with not standing with each other. Um, and, like, just thinking that, you know, talking about ICE and the kids in cages mm-hmm. and why we're not talking about that and why isn't that a thing. It definitely is a thing. I am definitely here for why Why do we have people in cages is the main issue. Sad. Exactly. So I think that there was some sort of division definitely during you know our break and stuff over the past few months. Mm-hmm. But I do not think that we do not de- um, 
get the same, you know, like help and voice. I know that we're it's hard because there's so much going on that it's like, well, what do I pay focus to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What what should be my main priority? What and does the attention go to? Right. And it's very overwhelming. And you know, just because it's overwhelming doesn't mean that we have to stop talking about it just to fix the situation. Right. And I think that's what some of us have opted to do. There is a lot of pressing issues going on, and we've been choosing which ones to talk about and which ones not to talk about. But to answer your question, I do I do believe we do receive the same, you know, support from, you know, like the black community. And, you know, even, you know, the majority. Um, not all the majorities are, you know, against... Black Lives Matter movement or, you know, the kids in cages movement, you know, save our children. You know what I mean? Correct. So it's definitely, it's hard, but but we're trying. <laughs> and we love our allies that stand, yes, stand with us. Definitely that. You you don't go, like, unnoticed. We know mm-hmm. that you're here and we know that you stand by us. Right. But I totally agree, Monse. Monse, do you feel as if there are outlets for the Latinx students here on campus? And if so, like, there's organizations or things that you are a part of, shop them out, girl. Yes, um, I definitely think that there are definitely outlets out here. Even to begin with, like, um, you know, we have Alas. Alas definitely makes sure we stay informed. You mm-hmm. know, it's good to empower us through education. So what Alas does is, you know, it tries to keep us, you know, build up the Latino community. And I think that's really important, a predominantly white institution, to make sure we uplift each other and that we find people who we can connect with. Because sometimes that can be hard. Um, it I can know that, be really hard. Yeah, I know that was really hard for me um, coming here because, you know, I'm from Chicago, so, you know, it's diverse out there. Chicago, so, baby. Yes, shout out to Chicago. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's definitely, like, it was culture shock. So definitely knowing that there's places out here can find a family you can find you know some type of like home away from home and it doesn't have to be a club you know you can meet people through like you know your your roommates you know it's just like it's definitely a crazy experience being being on campus yeah so definitely like I've mentioned there's also the diversity advocacy you know there's a lot of like places where you can just reach out and find your crew and um it's just an experience <laughs> yeah because we're basically Monse and Jamal for all my block am I no, right we really are. <laughs> <laughs> the literal versions of them no literally I love that show me too yeah. go check that out yes. if you haven't seen that on, on my block drop a, a little promo for Netflix <laughs> your show baby no literally um so I just want to end this podcast with a couple phrases, a couple palabras, mm-hmm. and a couple just words that we, we love the Spanish. We love the <laughs> a word that we learn is anti-blackness, and that is being opposed or hostile towards black people. We learn by POC, which means black, indigenous, and people of color. We learn the word DACA, which is deferred action for childhood arrivals. We learn, say it for me, Monse, audience. Audiencia. Audiencia. <laughs> and then we also learn Las Vidas Negras Importan, so Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Say it with me, Monse. Las Vidas, Vidas Negras Importan. Importan. That's right, baby. Yes, they do. And we also learn Tu Lucha is Mi Lucha, which is your struggle is my struggle. 
These are some words that I want you to look up on your own and educate yourself on. But I want to end this off with Miss Montserrat Patino. <laughs> Do you have any last words? Do you have words for the Latinx community, the black community? Yes, most definitely. I want to start off by thanking my bestie, Cam. Um, thank you for having me on here. It was definitely an honor and a privilege. But yeah, I just want to end it off by basically saying saying that we should definitely continue to uplift each other um, between the black community and the Latinx community. I think that there's just so much negativity going on right now that we should definitely stick together and continue this fight because it's going to be something that is completely going to affect us if we don't do something about it. But thank you so much for having me, Cami. Yes. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm a little shy or whatever. But no, definitely. Like I said, we talked about we're very serious, you know, important. But yeah, I just wanted to finish off by saying that you guys should definitely go out to vote if you guys have the chance and the opportunity to. And yeah, have a great one, y'all. Thank you so much, Monse, for coming on my show. It was such a pleasure having you on my show today. It was really, really fun. And it was fun to dig deeper on these topics together outside of what we already do. Because let me tell you, we be talking, <laughs> y'all. So excited to continue this podcast with you guys. Thank you so much for joining me at Platicas con Cambrin. I don't know what time of day you'll be hearing this, but I hope you have a great day, month, week, or weekend. Esto ha sido Platicas con Cambrin Kelly. Hasta la vista, babies. Cheers.